0: Hey, welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I am your host, and I am Eric Walters. Welcome back to the show. This is the final episode of the Sissified series that we did. Had a lot of fun doing this. Uh, before we get into that, want to make an announcement. Uh, 1055 Brewing down in Tucson, they are releasing Olivia Del Bach. So this is a beer that was inspired by the eight-year-old daughter of... Uh, 1055 brewing managing partner chris squire so olivia inspired uh this beer she's one of tucson's most most enthusiastic fans so um she is the namesake of this new beer that is is going to be coming out in a couple days june 27th of 2020 so this is a wild sour ale i'm in uh aged five months in whiskey dill block barrels I'm in, right? So there's going to be 200 that are available for pre-sale. So they're $17 on their website. I think you can get two for $32. Save a couple bucks if you buy two. I recommend that. Um, and then you can pick them up June 27th. But go to their website. It's 1055brewing.com. Um, this is their first Barrow Age Sour. Uh, so they, you know, they when you get 1055 together with with Hamilton Distillers, who's who makes Whiskey Del Bac, which is continually ranked, towards the top uh of american uh whiskeys right not just like not just arizona this is across the country so um whiskey del bach is the shit right so what they did is they aged it uh in barrels for five months um and then they cast conditioned it for another 30 days to really just kind of settle and, and clarify the beer before they they bottled it so get to their website get their stuff and um yeah, so uh, one little note here. This was kind of interesting. It said that, uh, unfortunately for Olivia, her parents will have to wait. They'll have to age her bottle for another 13 years until she is legal to consume that. And she said that's okay. She likes lemonade. <laughs> so, yeah, go to their website. Uh, like I said, it's 1055brewing.com. com. right. We are going to get into this last Sissified episode. So uh, as you are hear from Brandon soon, this, like I said, is our last episode uh, in this series. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, I had a few people that reached out and said that it, it really helped them. There were a few people that inspired them to kind of kind of go down that path of of kind of taking that. I mean, I don't want to say you know more about beer by, by going through this, but um, the, I guess just the structured um, learning process, right, is what really helped me is... Gives you a starting point, right? So a few people reached out and said, you know, really enjoyed the episode. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Guess is what I'm <laughs> trying to say. Is uh, huge thanks to everybody. Uh, first of all, the guys at Inkle AJm AJ and Brandon. Those guys were just awesome, really patient. Um, as you'll hear, we we planned this thing, um, and it took a lot longer, and it became a bigger thing than we expected, but in a good way. And in 2019 chaos hit uh, for us with in a good way with our books coming out and. Things like that. So, I mean, that's hindsight, right? I wish it was as chaotic as 2019 as, you know, right now. <laughs> so, anyways, go check them out. Uh, these guys do good stuff. Uh, they make great coffee. It's com. Check it all out. And extra special thanks to Brandon for editing these episodes. Thank you to Matt and Louie, or Matt and Louie, Matt Louie and Doug Tansley of and Crown Distributing for sponsoring the series and joining us in our first episode. Uh, these guys really cool dudes who really care about carrying and promoting quality local products uh, thanks to our girl liz Lindbergh. ran the show on a few of these uh can't thank her enough she's always a great teammate for tap that az and man she knows her shit right so liz is now with 12 west so if you have a place, uh, or you your local place doesn't have Twelve West beers. Reach out to her, Liz. I hope you don't mind me giving out your Instagram handle. It is Liz Limberg. Um, and she is the she's the Twelve West um, everything jack of all trades, right? So they're making some great beers now. Uh, that downtown location, uh, downtown Mesa location, is awesome as is the original one in agrotopia, So really, really exciting thing. Thanks to Liz for always being awesome. And thank you for my, to my business partner, Luke, for helping to orchestrate this whole thing as, really, you know, as well as taking some really good pictures. So last, definitely not least, our experts. Our goal is to, to get this base level certification, which means our, do- our knowledge is pretty limited. So we needed people who knew what the hell they were talking about. So in order of appearance, we want to thank Matt Louie, Doug Tansley, both from Crescent Crown, Zach Fowl from Four Peaks, Alec Johnson from Kings Beer and Wine my man Paul Rosevere from everywhere uh, if you know Paul you know what I'm talking about uh, Brian Helton from Helton Brewing Company Tamara Stanger from Cotton and Copper and Marshall Norris from Simple Machine if I forgot somebody I'm sorry um, love all you guys enjoy this episode alright I'm gonna shut up
1: Welcome, everybody, to the very last episode of the Sissified miniseries. I hope you enjoyed this journey as much as we did. It was a long one. It took us about a year to complete all of this, but it was so worth it. We learned a lot, and in this episode, we kind of reminisce a little bit about the things we learned, the takeaways, and what we're going to do after this. I just want to give a big thank you to Eric and the Tap That AZ crew for letting AJ and I join along on this journey and be a part of this we're so grateful we learned so much and we hope to be able to bring that same amount of value to the Arizona beer community so give this last episode a listen at the very end there you'll you'll get to hear what we got what scores we got on the test and if you have any questions on the beer server please reach out to Eric or either of us over at Inkledoo we would love to talk about it so give this last one a listen Thank surprisingly so. <laughs>
0: good yeah. so uh and dudes i appreciate your guys patience with all this oh patience with i this. mean no,
1: man like we this was like one when i started like when i approached you i thought we were going to do like two episodes oh yeah and yeah. just <laughs> the two yeah. of you take the test and so this turned into something huge yeah. and i think it's awesome yeah so i think it's going to be hopefully it's received well uh yeah. but i think people will care about it i yeah. think
0: so too yeah especially if we have crescent crown behind us and um, you know, the the breweries that are involved, you know, Simple Machine and Helton and Tammy Stanger, right? You know, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but, but it's just crazy that uh, over the last year, man, like the shit that's happening with us is uh, unbelievable. A like, good problem to have. Such yeah, Such a good seriously. problem. Yeah, like it's everything we wished for and more. Crazy, yeah. yeah, yeah. So thank you guys so much for, for your patience with this whole thing.
1: Well, no, man, like I'm just excited that you decided to do it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I mean, we had no no real uh reason for you to bring us along like you could have totally just been like yeah that's a great idea see you later and then done it on your own you know so uh we're incredibly grateful that you you were willing to to have us with it and hopefully we didn't bring it down and hopefully you know we brought something to the table but like we're really we really really appreciate you allowing us to to do this with you guys because i mean i learned so much, and AJ actually commented it the other day that we were talking about a beer, and he was like, "Oh man, it's nice to hear that you actually talking about beer like you you know what you're t-. Like normally, <laughs> right. it was just like, "I like it," <laughs> right. "I right. don't I. like it," <laughs> you know. And so, it, it's this has been this has really pushed me, and I'm actually kind of like we were saying that all of us were like, you know, a year is a long time. We thought it would be done faster, but I'm kind of glad that it yeah. wasn't because. I was not prepared, sure. right? So I was. It took me a long time to read. I was reading homebrewers' books, and I was reading all this stuff. And if I had only three months, I, I probably would have taken it more seriously. But at the same time, I got to do a lot and try a lot more things. And it would have
2: been a cram session instead, it have, and it would yeah, have been, been like hard. every test that I took in school, where it's like, wait until the night before, study really hard, and then forget everything right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead, it's been this like process of gradual building. And I think it's gonna be a lot more helpful moving forward that way. Mm-hmm. And again, I I had no idea just how much there was. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought I had a, an idea because I knew there were tons of styles and I knew that would take a while. But I had no realistically until we started like looking at the outline and looking at all the stuff that was on there, it was like had no realistic concept. Yeah. Of just how much was involved in this.
0: Yeah, and this is for the le- this is for a certified beer server. <laughs> right, now. exactly. This, this is this just, even cicerone. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like this is yeah. what you have to do to work at Craft Sixty Four. <laughs> right. 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 Like you, you can't work there unless you have this. So this isn't. Yeah, this isn't becoming a science beer scientist. This is just to be certified, just to serve beer. The, yeah. All, all yep. this really does is Agreed. basically
2: say you know enough that you can talk about beer in a way that other people should understand, yeah. and that mm-hmm. all this work to get to like that level where
0: yeah yeah it's awesome though makes it much more enjoyable when you drink these beers then right? it Mm -hmm. does Yeah. yeah
1: we had i was sitting down with uh for one of our highlights episodes and and i was sitting down with my philosophy teacher and we were talking about how you know the reason why you should do philosophy in real life and it's that just analyzing life you'll learn to appreciate life better right and i was like oh my god that's what we're talking about for coffee beer and wine like if you just learn a little bit about that glass, mm-hmm. you're going to appreciate it a whole lot more. It's going to taste better. You're going to enjoy it more. Your experience is going to be better. Yep. And it, you don't need a college degree in it. You, no. Just learning a little bit about it has a huge impact on your yep. appreciation for it and your enjoyment. And it's weird. I've become you know, the super hyper local focused guy now where I used to not care about that stuff. But as you're learning about it, you're like, I can respect what these guys are doing more. And so then you're supporting them more. All of these things go into it. And so it's kind of this uh, trickle-down effect that you learn a little bit, but then you start doing these other things that go yeah. along with it. Yep.
0: Well, and, and I think it's too uh, – what, what one of my favorite things about the hyper-local aspect of it is you get to talk with the people that are behind yep. it. Like You get to hear their passion. Like when we talked with Marshall, um, you could see in his face and just in the way he presented it. Yeah. Like that was – for, for us – I mean, I don't want to speak for you guys, but let's just say if just for me, most of that stuff was like, whoa, over my head, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He was dumbing it down. <laughs> he yeah, was dumbing it that down big sense. time. Uh, but but well, you saw his passion. Absolutely. Right. And that's yeah. where,
2: like, so I'm really glad since we were talking about whether or not Brandon was going to be honored. I'm really glad he was because there were so many kind of carryovers between what you do with the coffee prep yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That realistically, I just don't have. I'm not there on the days where we're doing the roasting and those kinds of things. And so all of that was way over my head. And there were a lot of things that made sense to Brandon that led to some really good questions and conversations that I just would never have. I was looking at that sheet and I was like, wow, this looks like a ton of work. (laughs) Like that's basically – that's kind of the end of my analysis of that cheat sheet he had. I was like, man (laughs) – Look
0: like a crossword my, puzzle. My
2: math okay. class has required way less work <laughs> this than this. Sudoku? <laughs> <Right>. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, so we're 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 already into it. We're into this. Yeah. This is this is kind of the wrap up episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So now the three of us I uh, will introduce yourself. So we'll
1: start with uh, with yep. you. So Brandon from Inkledo, I am the roaster for us. There's a good intro. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, like yeah, no. Uh yeah, I've been I was just kind of on the background. I'm I'm the coffee guy, and AJ is really the beer guy. But me, being the nerd that I am, I like to learn, and so I jumped on the tail of everybody here and have been on the journey with it. So yeah, if you if you don't want coffee, let me know. You know, or questions on that. But uh, you know, AJ is really our beer guy, who is also here. So
2: yeah, so I, I am AJ also with Dew, Um and. Yeah, really. So beer has always been something I've really enjoyed and I've always loved trying the different styles. And so being able to kind of go through this class and start to know even styles that I haven't had, being able to go in and order one and have some idea of what I'm supposed to be expecting from it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Or we did a podcast recently where we were interviewing somebody else and uh being able to recommend beers to him yeah. based on the kinds of things he likes. When we're at a place where none of us have had them before, but it's like, well, okay, so if these are the things you like, here are some beers that'll be a similar style, give you some of these same things that you like about that. It's been fantastic, and really looking forward to continuing using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah because
0: you're not when well, now you're certified. That's to right. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got a
2: degree in BS because I studied philosophy and now I am a certified BS for yeah. carry around server. like a
1: badge so I can flip it open and be like I'm certified. Well, flip it open. Like legitimately. So after
2: we were done with the test and it says, you know, make sure that the address is correct so that your pin comes to the right address. I was like, wait, I don't get a certificate? Okay. So I pulled out my phone and took a picture of my screen that yeah. said congratulations you passed the test cuz I'm like I'm showing this to people until I get the pin.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
2: And I'm going to have a lot of confused questions from the students at my school when I'm walking around with that pin on my shirt. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> it means I'm awesome. That's what it yeah, means. Yeah, exactly. Awesome.
2: Like everything else I wear, this is just further proof that I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah. Accept that, children. <laughs>
1: Accept
0: it. Well, then why does it say on your certificate the answers you made, questions you missed? Yeah, well, it's okay. Yeah, I know. They had to
1: put that in there, right? They couldn't just they say you, you did right... well. They're like, you did well, but you need to keep See, but actually,
2: it. I, I do yeah. actually appreciate that because I was like, oh, Okay, cool. So these are the ones – because like I said, I, I passed, and there were a lot of things that I had felt pretty confident about my answer on. It's like, okay, so this is exactly – again, the teacher in me really appreciates that. I now know which questions I need to go back and look at again. Sure,
0: mm-hmm. sure. But yeah. they didn't give you the the answers, though. No, which is don't. even better. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, like – What a mindset this guy yeah, exactly. has, right?
2: It's growth Positivity mindset. It's, it's literally <laughs> – Literally every freaking professional development I've gone to in my five years of being a teacher talk about this idea of growth mindset, yeah. and it's
1: actually worked.
2: It's now so deeply ingrained in my yeah. brain. that I don't
1: have that. I like to win. Right. <laughs> 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 that's, that's just me. You've got
2: to have both
0: sides. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, yeah. it's, it's why it's a good partnership. Yeah, that's,
1: that's true. Yep, I just like winning. Win at all costs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I guess since we are peer servers now, what are we all drinking?
0: So you and I are drinking the same thing. This mm-hmm, is a mm-hmm. collaboration between – we're at Simple Machine. We're yep. at Simple Machine Brewing yep. Company on 7th Avenue in Deer Valley. I love this place. Um, right? It this place is, is really cool. The atmosphere of awesome, it, the vibe of everything of awesome it is chef. just
2: so freaking perfect.
0: Yep. yep. You were just, you were talking about, uh, when we did the episode with Marshall about all the windows. Like, that creates just a really cool, cool vibe, right? Yep. If you can't have a patio outside, which I think you have a plan to put a patio out eventually – um, but this is yeah. second, dark second walls breath. and yeah. a lot
1: of windows. So you have natural light, but then a dark tone inside. Like this is, yeah, you could sit here all day. Yeah. yeah. This is great. Yep. I'm playing to some, days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but this
0: is a Belgian strong ale. Uh, this is a collaboration between simple machine and your friends. And throne. Over at throne. Yeah. Yeah. You guys do a pop-up coffee pop-up at throne
1: now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been a lot of fun because we've also, uh, not only being able to serve coffee at a regular place with the bathroom and things rather than at a farmer's bar. market where yeah. it's like <laughs> wind blowing all over the place. But, uh, you know, we've got to talk to Greg, who's the head brewer over there now from, he came from North mountain and now he's over at throne brewing and working on the collaboration. You know, he's talking to us, Oh yeah, I'm doing this, doing that. We got to do these cleaning kegs. And so, yeah, it's great that we're serving coffee. So come on down and have some coffee with us, but it's also great that we're like learning through osmosis, just like being in the brewery, you learn about beer. And yeah. so it's yep. been a lot of fun just being in the environment, learning from them.
2: Well, because since we're there when they're not open yet, too, it's, you're just watching all of the background work that mm-hmm. goes on, all of the things that, again, as someone who's normally just on one side of the tap, yeah. like getting to see on some level just how much goes into bringing this deliciousness to us. Yeah,
1: And it's this like, is unique, man. I've never had a Belgian... This is strong ale, had, Yeah. Have you had one before? I have. Yeah. Uh, well, is this from, like normal for the style? I
0: Pretty. Yeah. Really? Pretty, yeah. It's good. Um, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So these are, these are not beers that I can, I can really drink fast, which is actually good for me because I can pound some beers, <laughs> Right. You know? So I need these, I, I, I call them uh, regulators, right? These are the regulator mm. beers that just are kind of like, nah, just, just chill for a little bit. If I have a hazy, like you've got the, the yep. session hazy, I can, I can drink. I can drink a shitload of those. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, but, but no, is, this Belgian strong ale is really, really good. It is eight like percent, so it's a high alcohol, um, but it's got like the sweetness in it too, and the color. Yeah, it's You're darker it, than right I
1: thought it was gonna be. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's got that reddish color mm-hmm. that digest, and that's probably why we. That's one thing we learned on the exam was uh, one of the questions was what
1: beer. What? what it, how did they word it? Oh god, what beer is gold to straw to gold? Yeah, moderate bitter. And, and an ABB of four point two to five point five. But well, no, the devil, <laughs> the devil. Oh, that's what i was yeah. saying. Like they popped the question with well, those the styles that were oh, like, yeah. I have no idea what How that is. How do I like, know? Give it. me a break. But 2 yeah, to two The strong ales are, are the Belgian strong ales are supposed to reference the the devil in all of their names. A lot of it's the like, like a traditional new... thing yeah. that they do. I don't know why, but yeah. it's
2: it, most you know. of them are born out of monasteries. And yes. so uh, yeah, <laughs> knock it down. It's like
1: the anti yeah. the devil's ale.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if uh, – I'll have to look this up, but um, what is it? Uh, Arrogant Bastard from Stone. Uh, Stone, yeah. Uh, actually, it might be a brand of its own. I don't know.
2: It, but, yeah, so it used to be Stone, and then now I think they kind of split off. They were doing yeah. so much volume from it that now there's Arrogant Bastard is like its own. Oh, really? I, wonder I if think that's so. A, wow. Is that
0: a Belgian strong ale? I think they're all
2: IPAs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She probably can answer that one. Uh, But no, fantastic beer. Yeah. Really, really really good beer. Um, And AJ, what do you you got? I've got the Simple Haze, which is,
2: again, a collaboration between Simple Machine and Borderlands. And like you were saying, incredibly easy to drink. I mean, it is a, a session IPA, so they're supposed to be easier to drink anyway. But Brandon, you were talking about the fact you smell it and it... You're expecting it to just punch you in the face, yeah. and it's actually yeah. probably the easiest drinking beer I've ever had that has an IPA attached to its name. Yeah, yeah. and I like IPAs, but this one. I mean, I waited till the wrong time of year, but this is definitely <laughs> a summer yard work beer. Like yeah, this would be, right. yeah, this would be perfect for With that. With
1: IPAs, I I love the aromatics, but I don't I don't like the resiny bitterness. Yeah. Like that's not my favorite part yeah. of beer. So something like that, where like you stick your nose in it and you're you're getting all these aromatics in there, and then when you drink it, it's easy to drink. I was, that's that's right up my alley for. An I, I kind of like
2: both as yeah. long as I know which one is coming. Sure, uh, my friends fair. and I used to joke yeah. about the idea of like. You know it's a good IPA when you feel like you've got to get the pick the hops out of your yeah, teeth like, yeah. I, and I know I can yeah. see Brandon cringing <laughs> a little bit but no, standing like, up on his arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but again it's you know this would be I mean so regardless of circumstances this is a really good delicious beer mm-hmm. um, but yeah no it it is an this is an all day beer for sure yeah. So yeah. I have we have high hopes for this brewery. Like
1: yeah, 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 we yeah. Do. This, These are all yeah. collaborations. Their first beer's not out yet for a little while, right? He said his pale ale's coming out soon. Yeah,
0: yeah you know what? Maybe by the time this goes out, it might be out. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. their collaborations look, saying come back in 10 days. But yeah. looking at it, like <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I have high hopes. I think they're going to do good work here and talking to Marshall. like This is going to oh. be good stuff here. Yep. So, Hearing come the way he talks local. about the
2: beer, there's no way it's not going to be outstanding. Oh, dude, he's yeah. such a He's not going to put it out there if it, it yeah. isn't.
0: Yeah, and if you hear his background like the people he's brewed for helton and Mm -hmm. borderlands and phoenix beer co and and i think he was breweries yeah yeah Yeah. really really good breweries one thing that really stuck with me and i I never realized this is i didn't realize like hazy and juicy hazy juicy uh new england style kind of all the same thing don't really use bittering hops right right and that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah it's more of the aromatics than the the bittering aspect. Um, But there's times, like you said, there are times when I want a super hoppy West Mm -hmm. Coast style, you know, because those can be too much at times. Like it's just, it's, they they are a punch in the mouth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes you gotta, you gotta change it up. But um, so through this whole thing, um, what what do you, what do you think you guys learned the most? Like, what do you think would the biggest takeaway through this whole process?
2: Mm. I think for me, it's a big appreciation for, So I thought I appreciated beer. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely did. I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. But, like, going through this process and especially – so not even just the test itself, but also doing the – especially with doing the podcast and talking to the people who are in the back making the beer happen and everything. Yep. My – you know, when we sat down with Helton was my first exposure to the idea – of just how precise it had to be. And I don't remember whether he said it on the podcast or when we were talking in between podcasts, but that idea of, you know, really anybody can make a good beer once. Sure. And, like, the the level of precision and commitment that goes into consistently making a beer that will be delicious from keg to keg, from batch to batch, is astonishing. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, my, my appreciation... We always called them craft beverages and respected that, but we I had no idea the depth of the craft involved in yeah. making these things,
1: yeah, yeah, so for me, it's been pretty all encompassing so i I never even drank a beer until I was twenty six okay. twenty seven or something like that, so yeah. you know I had some some baggage that made me not want to be around beer all okay. that much, to be honest with you, and so I just started drinking it because more operationally, right? Like we want to open a shop one day. Uh, I roast coffee. And so if you want to serve anything after, you know, two or three o'clock in the afternoon, you got to serve something other than coffee, right? And so beer and wine is how you keep your doors open in the evening, you know, things like that. And so, you know, we've started it with our podcasts and everything. And, and, you know, like I said, I would just say, yeah, this is good. This is not good. Most of them were on the not good side, right? And so just... Getting into it a little bit more and seeing that, you know, beer isn't just a, uh, an alcoholic's beverage, right. But that there's craftsmanship, there's science behind it. Uh, there's a lot of care that goes into it. You know, it seems silly, you know, we did the beer server, but you know, they have the beer clean glass and you're like, okay, no duh. Right. Clean the glass before you serve it. Like that's the (laughs) most basic thing ever. Right. But no, it's not just clean the glass. There's a certain detergent that you use a certain way that you do it and there's checks to make sure that you know like is the glass lacing to make yeah. sure and that's how you can like everybody you can't hide it yeah right if you're sitting in, in a brewery and you look down the bar you should be able to tell if the glasses are clean or not by the way yeah. they're lacing on the you know yep. and so there's all of these things that go into it that i i never gave it credit for and so for me it was it was just an appreciation that this is a craft beverage yeah. and that people take this seriously. And that, that was good for me to learn. Right. And so I have been able to just go from being somebody who didn't like alcoholic beverages at all, really to saying, no, you know, you can enjoy this and appreciate it because there's, there's actual hard work to it, you know, because again, our, you know, my family grew up around, you know, we say Natty light or bud, you know, all these things, those aren't craft beverages. It was just like a, a vehicle for alcohol. Yeah. Right, yep. just like coffee, yeah. like Folgers is a vehicle for caffeine. Sure. You don't drink it because it's good. Yeah. You drink yeah. it because it has what you need. Right? Yeah. It yeah. works. It works. Yeah, yeah gets the job. Yeah. Done. yeah. And so this was, this was very enlightening for me. And again, uh, I appreciate you greatly for connecting us with these people. Um, we would never, you know, your average consumer isn't going to see the things that we've gotten to see doing yeah. this podcast. And so, seeing behind the scenes, just ups the respect, ups the everything through all of this thing. So like I said, I, I went from going to not appreciating it at all to being super supportive of it. Yeah. And that yeah. all just comes from the knowledge of that comes with experiencing these things and seeing these people do this work and how much blood, sweat, and tears go into it that uh, you can't help but respect it, For right? Sure. And so it's no longer just a, a garbage beverage that people drink to get drunk, but it's it's a craft and people work really really friggin' hard to make it good
0: yeah yeah and it's not like a it's not a cash cow right no. like having a brewery is not a cash cow like these, right these dudes are working their asses off and they're you know they're they're doing what they love to do i was gonna say and yeah. for the
2: love of it because that was the yeah. other thing uh you know going back to the the brian helton drinking game yeah. so go ahead drink, <laughs> drink. um w- when he was one of my favorite beers that they have is that black IPA or the, that and the Baltic Porter. I love them both. But like, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but that black (laughs) that black IPA is pretty much what I get when I walk in there because it's fantastic. But then he's talking about it and mind you, this is, I've been going in for weeks and having it and loving it. And then I hear him talking. Yeah. Just finally getting to a point where I can stomach it because like he, unlike me, I'm drinking it and I'm just like, wow, this is delicious. Yeah. He had in his head this image of what it was supposed to be, sure, and it was finally starting to get there, yeah, and he mentioned everyone 's been telling him how good it is, and he 's like they have no idea what they 're talking about, <laughs> yeah, and not being dismissive or anything like yeah. that, but just like no, you don 't understand how good this is supposed to be, yeah, and that love for it and that dedication to it is eye opening
0: yeah mm-hmm. well it almost can it can be one of those things where uh, if you go into it with the the growth mindset, the right mentality. I don't know, man. I, I feel that you should always have that. Like, I like. Yeah, well, I'm never satisfied with the way these sound. No, absolutely. But that's a good thing because it continues to, to me. To, yeah, to improve. And same thing with Brian Hilton. I guarantee you he'll never have that beer. Will never be what he wants it to be. Right. But he'll keep trying to make it what he wants it to be. Which is, yeah. We not might not notice those subtle differences, but the average consumer them, won't. But now,
1: yeah. as we learn more, you go, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. What did you, so let me ask you this. So through this whole process, well, first of all, you mentioned something a, a minute ago about um, early experiences where, you know, some good, some bad, most of them not good. One thing that that, um, that I stress a lot to people and that I hope people get the message from with, with beer is, is knowing what is good beer mm-hmm. and what is beer that you don't like, right? So, yeah, yeah, that's big. You know, because people, like, will do reviews and, like, oh, dude, this beer was horrible. It was, like, just sweet and... Well, no, dude, that is an amazing Belgian strong ale. Mm-hmm. You just don't like Belgian strong ales, right. right? Right. Or like this beer was shitty. Like this thing was infected. This was supposed to be a pilsner, and it tastes like a sour. That's bad beer. So you it's feel like bad that's beer, something. but I like
2: sour's. So it tasted good to me. But <laughs> right. but like again, that sure.
0: distinction between what I like
2: and what's good.
1: Right. Right. Is a yeah. beer that's super I hard know. to do. Like I yeah. I noticed that when I was roasting for our cold brew coffee. Right. So I like. A certain flavor profile for hot coffee. Uh, but that, once you brew it cold, it doesn't taste that good. Uh-huh. Right? It doesn't ta- it doesn't translate. And so once I started roasting specifically for cold brew, I had to take my preference and set it aside and be like, I know that this is not the type that I like. Yeah. But this is the type that is best for the beverage or best for the consumer. Like what people want when they're wanting this. I need to give them the best version of that. Yeah. And that's yep. what you're here. So, again, I don't, I've made it pretty clear that I don't like IPAs. I mean, I, I can appreciate them in certain instances, right? Yeah. So, I have an appreciation for them. But if you said, one, two, three, pick a beer, right? It's never going to be an IPA. Okay. Will not ever be, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, AJ's determined but, if I, but if I'm, <laughs> challenge accepted. Here we go. But if I'm having, you know, like, again, like I found that with Hot Wings, I actually really like an IPA. You know, like the way that the aromatics and the heat work together. I learned that again with this, that, you know, capsaicin is accentuated by bitterness and there are florals for this work really well with it. And so uh, every once in a while I might actually order an IPA because pairing it is what's best. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I just realized that. With barbecue, having like a dark, like a porter or a stout or something with barbecue rocked my face off, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but again, it helps that those are my, I prefer those styles. Sure. Uh, mm. But, you know, being able to appreciate it in the right context and knowing what I prefer. I, when I drink, I don't often drink with food. I don't often, I, it's usually like an end of the night thing. So even yeah. beer, wine, me and my wife will sit down at the end of the night, put the kids to bed and then we have our glass of wine or we have our beer, yeah. Or or whatever it is, and so I'm usually drinking things by themselves, and so when I do my reviews on Instagram, I have to point out that, look, everybody, I drink this by itself. So there are certain, like I just reviewed a wine that wasn't, I didn't like it by itself. Yeah. But on the label it says, you know, you should drink this with food, and I say, so I gotta say, look, I didn't have this with food. Yeah. And so my appreciation of it is going to be much lower. Yeah. And if I had food, I would probably like it better. Sure. And so you, when you're reviewing these things, you have to acknowledge your own bias, your situation, and what goes into it, right? But that comes from, again, knowing, learning just a little bit, and then becoming aware of, your, like you said, your preferences to be able to assess the thing itself and separate yourself. Or at least if you don't separate yourself, acknowledge that, hey – I don't like IPAs, but I drink right. this IPA. Yeah. yeah. And, and so my review is going to be different than AJ's, who likes IPAs and drank an IPA, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So just acknowledging it, you earn a little bit more respect from people yep. rather than just say, like you said, you should never really say, this sucks. Yeah. You can just say, I liked the, like, again, my war on the word dank, right? Or <laughs> or hot bitterness, the resin. You know, I don't like that flavor. Sure. But there are people who do. So yep. being able to articulate, I don't like resiny bitterness yeah but this beer has a lot of that right and so somebody's like oh well you don't like it but i love that flavor then go get that one right like dragoon yeah. has an amazing ipa not my favorite because it's got that resiny bitterness to it and so yeah. there, there's a lot of people who are like oh i love that one like yeah i understand why you love it because right. it was good and it had those flavors yeah i just that's not me yeah and so that conversation was positive instead of saying no that sucks because that's that's ridiculous. We all know that the Jacqueline IPA is a good IPA. Right, right. Um, just not my favorite, right? So. Well, yeah. and again, that's, it's, yeah, it's that okay.
2: idea of. It also makes it possible to have the conversation where you can disagree and it isn't a fight. Yeah. yeah. Because if yeah. I tell you that the beer you like is piss. Sucks. Then you're it going sucks. to be
0: upset. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because
2: I haven't just questioned whether or not I like the beer, I've questioned your ability to judge it and all of these kinds <laughs> yeah, of things. Yeah. It's like, no, you're wrong. You just, and so being able to say, you know what? I don't appreciate this. Like, so talking to uh, Zach from four peaks yeah. really kind of forced me to wake up on in general. I'm not a big fan of lagers or Pilsners Yeah, because when I drink a beer, I want, I want like a really strong impression from that beer. Flavor wise, flavor wise, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I want that. I want, I want to really taste it. I want that to be kind of the star of what I'm doing.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but he was talking about how, but these are beers that you can't hide anything behind. Yep. And so that yep. it's like, okay, okay. So forcing myself to acknowledge that, you know what? It's true. If you're going to get that level of clean, crisp, light taste out of these beers. That's amazing, being yeah. able to acknowledge, no, 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 this is, a, this is a world-beating example of this style of beer. It's just not a style of beer that I'm normally going to want.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
2: so that's a conversation that's completely different than me telling someone, oh, I can't believe you drink that crap.
0: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's funny you say that because uh, for years my father-in-law have argued, me and my father-in-law have argued about Dark Sky. Right? So, you know, my father-in-law is old school. You know, he loves, like, you know, I mean, he he, he ventures out. Like, we go, you know, one of our favorite places is Mother Road because they used to live in Flagstaff, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. we would go to all these places. Uh, Mother Road was our favorite. The Black IPA. The Power Lost Highway. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The oh, Lost Black Highway IPA is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so, for, so, we went to uh, Dark Sky a few times. And... He was just like, man, I don't like that. That place kind of sucks, you know. And I would get offended because I love the guys at Dark Sky, number one. And I love the, the, the creativeness. That yeah. They, they had over 300 beers in their first three years. and, and So if this is going on. <laughs> That's insane. It but really yeah. is. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I feel like they're in year four now and they just keep, you know. But when I did the interview with them and I talked to Nick and I talked to Ryan, they're like, dude, we're figuring out. Taste profiles, right? We're figuring out what works and and yeah, you, you know, you got people that are like, Oh dude, but they can't replicate what they what they made before. Well maybe not early on, but now they're able to. And now they're able to combine they're making a gin and tonic um inspired sour, which is amazing. So my father in law would always say, he's like, Oh f- dark skies. They suck, and I would get pissed about it, right? you know. But, but I'm kind of passive-aggressive, so I wouldn't get it. I'm like, dude, they don't suck. <laughs> they suck. right? And we just go back Our and forth. They suck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not but. their fault you don't know what good beer is. <laughs> so, <clears throat> like two weeks ago, we finally clarified. I finally clarified something with him where he was like, oh, dude, like Dark Sky beer sucks. And I'm like, all right, let's clarify. They don't suck. They actually make really good beer. You just don't like it. And he's like. Yeah, it's fair enough. Like, ah, oh,
2: man, I wish we would have talked about this three years ago. Like, because I, I could have, gr- I could have, like, stopped grinding my teeth down to nubs exactly, yeah. so
0: long ago. So it was cool that he acknowledged the fact that now that, yeah, no, I just don't like it. Right. Like, but it's, you know, and that's that's what the, the big difference is, is, like, identifying what's a good beer and what's a beer that you like or don't like. Um, so I want to ask you that, guys this, too, because my view of this really over the last year has completely changed is after – this past year of, of, of basically submerging yourself into the into the beer world and learning all this stuff, what's your opinion now of like Budweiser and
1: Miller Light and Coors Light uh, so I have a slightly skewed so it's been like I would never drink I would never go back to drinking those right just like mm-hmm. as a craft coffee drinker uh, I don't really go back to Starbucks okay. I just don't right sure. like I've been introduced to a world of flavor that Starbucks cannot give me. And so it's like that way with beer. But then I realized that I was overweight and I went on keto, right? And so craft beer is very heavy in carbs. So now I'm trying to find beer that's got the flavor but not the carbs, right? And so it's hard. And so, like, you know, but I was able to pull in. I tried Michelob Ultra. And you're like, that's Michelob Ultra. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, you know, tried light. And light. I was like, oh, there's a little bit of a hop flavor in here that Michelob Ultra didn't have. So that Uh, Miller Lite, Lite. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The L I T E. Yeah. And the white can. I was like, Oh, that's something. Yeah. You know, but then I, I found St. Archer from California. Right. They have a, a low carb gold ale or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, And it's got a little bit more of that bready malt to it. So there's still only like two carbs in it, 2.6 and, and, but there's more flavor in it. I mean, it's okay. still water because yeah. it's no carb. You can't have beer without carbs and, you know. Yeah. But, it's like a pizza with no cheese. Yeah, right? that's exactly what I'm like. Yeah, it's that's terrorist. just a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's, it's helped me. Like when I had to make a lifestyle change, I was able to come in and say, yeah, I didn't have to go without beer. Yeah. But I could like then look at something and say, oh, this is better. Right. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of craft breweries because the, the ability to make a low carb beer is hard. Sure. Because sure. these guys want to, to make something that has flavor, right? Right. They're and,
0: not. They're not looking at dietary restrictions. For yeah.
1: The exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, it, this has helped me be able to have a lifestyle change, and then assess what I could do and not do, and the flavors, right? So that's helped. Yeah. A lot there. But, no, I, I would never seek out those mass production. We call them macros, right, mm-hmm. the macro breweries that are yep. just doing the big volumes. Uh, one, because you're never going to – at mass production, you have to cut – not necessarily cut corners, but you can't craft it the way you want it. Mm-hmm. And so you're always – in order to be that consistent over that volume, you have to do certain things. Sure. And so you're never going to get the uniqueness of flavors that you will at a craft brewery, just like in coffee. You know, Starbucks roasts a a certain way because they're producing for 10,000 stores, right? So I would not seek that out. But at the same time, you know, when you have lifestyle adjustments, I was able to say, oh, I landed here and now I can recommend it to somebody else and speak to it. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So... I always do things in analogies, can't help myself, and most of them revolve around food, and this one will too. <laughs> like, I've lived in Arizona my entire conscious life, and I love Mexican food.
0: I want, to, I want to clarify why you said your conscious life.
2: Well, so, like, my f- folks moved into the house they live in now when I was, okay. like, six months old.
0: Okay, okay. It's like yeah. I
2: wasn't technically born here. I was born in California. I knew there's an but asterisk like, there,
0: like, conscious life. Yeah. I yeah. Like it. Either you're really deep
2: or... Uh, A little bit of both. Yeah. I'm really deep and I'm also really full of it. Okay, so, right. you, were um,
0: the, you are now certified BS. Exactly. So
2: yeah. yeah. Um, but, like... So, I really like Mexican food. And I would never call Taco Bell Mexican food.
0: Okay. Yeah. But
2: there are still some times where I want Taco Bell. Yeah. And so, and it's purely because growing up when things were busy and mom and dad didn't have time, what we did for fast food was Taco Bell. Yeah. So it's a comfortable, familiar flavor. And so, like, I get the idea that there are people who, because they've been around Bud, Coors, Miller, whatever, it's what they've always kind of had. For them, it's familiar, and they enjoy it. Sure. And I get that. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that whatever it is you like about that, there's a better version being done by someone else. Right. And so at the same time, that doesn't mean there's no place for it. I'm not going to, you know, other than in good fun with friends, I'm not going to belittle people for drinking it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like if you're really looking for something you enjoy— If you can figure out what it is you like about these macro brews, I'll guarantee you I can find someone within like seven to eight miles of wherever we're at at that point who is doing a beer that has that in a much better level, in a much Mm -hmm. higher level. Yeah. Where you'll get that without having to sacrifice so much of the other stuff.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: So I, I think they're one of the guys who I went to school with was fond of saying there is a a time and place for every beer. Yeah. And like, I, I believe that
0: for sure. Even, even
2: the macro stuff like there, there's a time where, you know what, if all I'm looking for is something carbonated to kind of like cleanse my palate and give me a a fresh start on my next round of whatever I'm eating. Or if I'm, if I know I'm going to be doing something for a day and so I need something light.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. There's a place for that. Yeah. But if I'm looking to actually enjoy a beer, I don't see how that can really be an option.
0: Right. right. I'm going to sit down, watch a football game, and I'm going to have my nice, wonderful, perfect beer glass. Exactly. I'm going to pour my – yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Like there is no proper glass for drinking your Bud Light.
0: Right. Uh, well, a, a koozie. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. But even then, like the, the proper – Keep it
2: glass, the proper, say, glass the proper glass is the bottle.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know. like... Yeah.
2: Straight from the. That class is exactly container. what it should be. In yeah. Because it's not worth dirtying your dishes.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so here's here's the one thing that I've learned over the last year, which which is pretty interesting. And in, in you, the the more you talk to like brewery owners and brewers themselves, they respect those beers. Oh,
2: their consistency is
0: world. Exactly. Like to be able to ha- to make. Budweiser and all of these different breweries, you get a Budweiser in Seattle, you get a Budweiser in, in Key West, it's going to taste the same. I mean, obviously, unless the distributor jacks it up. Or there's right. There's all kinds
2: of things that are out of their control yeah. that can make a mess of it. Yeah. But it's going to be the same.
0: Um, there's a movie. I don't know if you guys have seen Brewmaster. So if you guys have uh, Amazon Prime, okay. it's, it's a movie that's like available on Amazon Prime. Not like the confusing... It's on Amazon Prime, but you can't watch it. On Amazon, you know? yeah. Because I'm looking, I'm like, dude, there's all these movies. Like, oh no, I can't watch it. It's oh, that's Prime. what I'd actually have to buy. Yeah, Got it. yeah. But no, Brewmaster is one really, really good. Uh, basically, follows a couple of guys in their journey to like be a master cicerone. One guy wants to open his own brewery, but they talk to so many people across the country that are like beer experts, right? And, mm-hmm. and one of them, one of my favorites, his name's John Hall. Um, he's actually going to be here for um, Arizona Beer Week. Oh, nice! So he's a writer. Um, what is I can't remember the name of his latest book, but one of the best books that I've read about like the culture of of beer. Um, so John Hall, H O L L. In in the show, he was like, people talk about drink craft, not crap, and they talk about uh, Miller Lite. You know, I don't think he said specifically. He's like, oh, we got these macro breweries. They're talking about crap. He's like, actually, it's quite the opposite. These are the most pristine. Well-made two-style beers that they're at. might not be your style, but the fact and so that's
1: fair. It's hard for me to acknowledge, but that's fair.
0: Yeah, no, and I'm with you, man. It took me a long time. And I'm like, dude, this is this is garbage, you know. But but I would if I was going camping, I'm not gonna take a, a 12 pack of of Lost Highway, you know. Right. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a, a case of Budweiser or something. You know what I mean? And I mean, what's cool now is you're getting breweries like um, I don't know if you guys have had the Arizona Light Lager from Huss. So they do one mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah. Petal House does a really good one. Um, but So there's more craft breweries that are getting into that. But it's, it's cool to to hear the people that really know what they're talking about to, to show appreciation for that. You know? Well, because
2: they do. They talk, about, again, going back to that whole idea of loggers in general, like the style of beer that they're producing there's nothing to hide behind so if something goes wrong in their process and especially when you think about the scale on which they're doing it yeah the the standards they have to have set for themselves are incredibly high yeah so like again i can respect that yeah but it's still it's like the the style itself leaves something to be desired
0: for sure and so that's That's yep It blows me away how many people drink. It, it, I was going to say this too is is uh, I've had tried to convert some people to you know if they like um, you know Coors Light that's that's all my, my buddy's dad drinks Coors Light and I'm like dude I'm gonna take you to Helton and I'm gonna get you the Pilsner like mm-hmm. blow your mind right he has the Pilsner and he's like meh I'm like really yeah vlogger. it's
2: what what are their taste buds adjusted to and what are they accustomed to because when yeah. they drink a I got into it a little bit with one of my uncles, actually. Yeah. Um, not your uncle, oddly enough. We're cousins, but this is on my mom's <laughs> side. And like, I was drinking, I was drinking a sour. I was like, ah, eh, you know what? I want a beer to just taste like a beer. I'm like, that's not a statement that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I know what you mean by that. Yeah. But like, it, it's kind of like the idea that people refer to all sodas as cokes yeah. or those kinds of things, like their definition of what beer is has become this macro brew yeah and so there that's where the the conversion thing is really tough
0: yeah yeah but you know so here's what happened here's what ended up happening. so i get him the pills and he's like ah that's all right he drank it, the whole thing right and then uh, i get a lager i think they had like a hellas lager or something got him that he's like, yeah it's pretty good so um the the bartender comes over and she's like what can i get you next i'm like he's being difficult like you know (laughs) like like I'm trying to get it like he drinks nothing but Coors Light I'm trying to find him something she's like all right she's like so what do you like like what do you eat like do you like desserts do you like uh pickles like what do you so she starts asking all these questions he's answering she's like all right I got something she brings over the boysenberry sour and I'm like what like a ball Uh uh-huh he drinks it and he's like that's amazing I'm like I'm like dude so it's it's finding out what flavors people like exactly because you're
2: we're trying to be like, okay, what's the thing closest to this? Yeah. yeah.
1: You're trying to replace something they but like. A craft brewery is never going to do Miller Lite as well as Miller Lite does. Right. like right. You're, They're yeah, never exactly. going to do cores. They no. never will. No.
2: And so, but, and again, that that's like the advantage to going through this is like, okay, you know what though? Like, if someone likes bananas, for example, okay, I can steer them towards a good half. Yeah. Because it's going to have those notes in there. And it's kind of like when, the first time I was trying to cut back on carbs and so I made the switch to diet sodas. Yeah. It's like, you know what the problem with drinking a diet soda is? Is all it does is remind me of how much I wish I was having the real <laughs> exactly soda. Right. And yeah. so like if you're just yeah. giving them something that's as close to it as it can be, they're like, Yeah, you know, this this isn't bad, but what I'm looking for is this thing that yeah. it reminds me of. Yeah. When you go down a totally different path like that where it's a completely different set of flavors, now it's like, oh that comparison This is, is actually gone. just delicious and i don't have exactly i don't have that comparison yeah my mind doesn't my mind isn't going to compare a bud light to the black ipa right you know right so if if you like those kinds of flavors this is what's going to do it for you yeah yeah
1: yep that's cool
0: you guys are growing like I, you, i've seen you grow yeah. and blossom yeah. <laughs> i love it man yeah. I love, this, we're coming this is, out of our
2: cocoons <laughs> as butterflies <laughs>
0: yeah. uh so well what else i mean what else can we add i mean this we've we talked about what we've learned um but what, let me ask you guys what's next then like so what's next uh, for you guys as far as uh, at least on the beer side of so
2: out. on the the beer side for us is probably a little ways out it's from really being us. something yeah. because realistically we're not going to be able to do much of that until we really get into a brick and a mortar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until we get into a brick and mortar situation. Yeah. Uh, right now, I guess probably the thing that it would help us with that it is going to help us with is being able to. So we mentioned that we're in the process of doing a collab with uh, throne where they're yeah. going to use our coffee in one of their stouts. And so knowing being able to kind of know the different profiles on different styles of beer and being able to combine that with the knowledge about the different profiles of different beans and those kinds of things to kind of help steer that ship in terms of any future collabs is probably the only thing in the immediate future for us from a business perspective. Yeah. Um, But again, so on our podcast and in what we do in general, where we're just really trying to push people to go the craft route because if you want people to keep it, it's the simplest thing in the world. If people are doing things you like and you want them to keep doing them, you have to give them money to do it. And yeah. so if there are people True. who are, if if I want to continue drinking good beers, I have to try and get other people to support the people who are making good beer yeah. because I'm a teacher. I don't make enough money to keep a brewery open on it on my own. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to try and bring some other people with me into that. Yeah. Uh, And so from that perspective, I think so on our social media side, on our website, on what we do on the podcast and those kinds of things, that's probably in the short term where this is going to be the most helpful for us.
1: Bringing value and reviews and things like that is, is where this helps us the most. But then, like you said, the, collaborations is huge because it's it's we've talked about that it's hard to get your name out a lot i think we have good coffee and the hardest part is to get somebody to drink the coffee once sure. they drink the coffee then they usually don't have a problem buying more coffee yeah. right but getting them to try it the first time is hard right and so you kind of need to to collaborate with people so that you can say hey all of you people who like this thing you might also like this thing like we're we're trying to be that bottom row of Amazon that says, you know, you bought this, so you should try this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so collaborations is where we want to, to do a lot. And the beer people are are our people, right? Yeah. They're, you know, pretty blue collar, pretty hardworking, but also appreciate craft. Sure. Because yep. craft is hard work, yeah. right? And so that respect is there. And so we're, you know, the the demographic is similar. Right. Uh, So we do some other things on the podcast. But when it comes to beverages, the craft people are the people that we want to do. So collaborating will be something that we're going to try to do some more of. Uh, But really, it's bringing value on social media. Right. So we do a lot of reviews. Like Instagram is always lots of reviews on beer, coffee, and wine. And so this will help us communicate better. And hopefully, people who are watching our social media will gain from that right sure. so yeah. how about you where are you going to take this from dude I, I feel like it's taken on a life of its own at this point <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty close
0: yeah well it's it's uh it's it's pretty cool because the the time that that i've put in you know some from the beginning i mean i guess if you talk about the initial podcast that i had that was the music podcast i mean it's i'm going on like four years yeah like four, mm-hmm. four and a half mm-hmm. years of this um and it seems like now things are kind of falling into our lap. I uh, brought on, a, uh, partnered up with uh, with Luke Urban. Um, you got, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, guys, we know yeah. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Luke's awesome. I partnered up with him about a year and a half ago. Um, and over the last six months, it feels like uh, we both kind of like, dude, it feels like stuff's just falling in our laps. And that's what it seems like, but then you look at the back work of it, right, right. of the last... It's momentum know. of a lot
1: of hard work and small moves, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yep, and doing things the right way, right? So, you know, we're getting opportunities for, um, you know, our book. Uh, probably by the time this is this goes out, our book will be out, Our the Arizona Beer Book. Um, so we're going to be hitting that hard, trying to get... Our, our goal is to get into breweries, yeah. right? And. Mm-hmm. There's 37 breweries in the book, so we, we're going to have the book at all 37. We want people to go into the brewery to buy the book, not on our website. Right. right. So you go to our website, it's $40. You go into the tap room; it's 35 Right? So it
1: encourages Such an opposite move, but it's cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that's the opposite of it what you- It matches the big
2: picture. Yeah. When you come yeah. to business,
1: yeah. I would be like, well, from a pricing model, that's a terrible decision. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. But yeah. your vision the whole time for this has always been to support local beer. And yep. so to have that money flow through the brewery, that's cool, man. That's, yep. that's, uh, that's respect. Like, it,
2: well, it displays a level of commitment to it where it, like, it makes it very, very clear yeah. that it's not lip service. When you talk about yeah. the idea that the goal is for Arizona to be a beer destination, yep. a you want beer tourism yeah. in Arizona. You just put your
1: money where your mouth is. It's was.
2: like yeah. anyone who wants to doubt that it's like, well, no, look. We would make way more money on people coming to our website, and we've made a point of encouraging them to go elsewhere for them. Yeah. Yeah, like we could do,
0: like, the funnel of, like, hey, we want to yeah. get this web traffic. Like, that's yep. not what we – it's not what our – I mean, obviously, that's part of what we want to be able to do. Right. You know, because you bring on sponsors. They want to see that traffic yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. But, But that's – in, in our approach, that stuff will come. Right? Absolutely. We take the right steps. Um, you had mentioned something earlier about um, – the hardest thing for with your guys' is coffee is getting somebody to taste it for their first mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. For these tap rooms, the hardest thing for somebody to do is is to get people in your door. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, all right, everybody drink. Crazy hard. Uh, Brian Helton. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I meant <laughs> yeah, <we're> empty. <laughs> no. So Brian Helton told me um, it was one of the first events that I did when I when I helped uh, found AZ Food and Beer. Uh, we did our first event at Helton, and I'm like, dude, I appreciate this so much. Like, I've never done an event before. He's like, dude, you're bringing like 120 people through my doors. He's like, that's. I couldn't ask for anything more. These people are coming in. Most of them haven't been here. He's like, at that point, it's my responsibility that they come back. But you yeah, you did the hard part. That's is, well said. You know. Yeah, because yeah. word
2: of mouth is definitely the most effective form oh, for of sure. advertising, but mm-hmm. it can't happen. Like, It can't be your starting point. Yeah. Yep. Because no one's going to hear about you from someone else if that person hasn't already tried it. There's that like, yeah. obvious mm-hmm. first step yeah. that has to <laughs> yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because like, no one's going to believe... Brandon and I, yeah, when we talk about yeah. Inkledoo being good, because again, well, you, you have to say that.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: my mom tells everybody it's good. <laughs> no. Oh right? yeah. yeah, my, my mom says this is great coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mommy sweet. wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> yeah. But like again, yeah. it
2: doesn't. You need other people to be like, no, this is really good. Yeah. And so getting that first person in, and you're providing a reason for that to happen.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I, and also one of the things I like about it is that. As we were saying, learning about the beverage makes you appreciate it more. Learning about the breweries makes you appreciate them more, and appreciating the brewery, you appreciate the, the beverage more. Yeah, you know. So yep. there is a lot of value for these breweries to want to continue to support Tap That AZ for real because it they don't have that marketing chance to tell their story all the time, right? They're sure. going to have a brand message that they need to throw out there on their Facebook ad. They don't get to hear the story or the yeah. hard work behind it. And when you hear those, and that's really been my biggest benefit on hearing these stories is like, holy crap, these guys have been working hard for a long time. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then when you go in there, you look at them and you're like, okay, you you look at them differently sure. because you've heard their story. Yep. And that's I think that's true of all humans, in all honesty. If you knew their story, you probably wouldn't judge them as bad as you do or the same way that you 100%. do. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> so... Uh, you know, hearing the story is huge, so I like that. But uh, I'm going to be the one jerk here who says we all got to say what we got on our score. Like, what was our test scores? Like, uh, uh, we all passed. Like, oh, uh, look shit. at these guys. These guys all. <laughs> oh, these guys all ducked me out.
0: I feel like I feel like the only reason you're asking that is because you nailed it. Like, I don't you know. Like, yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> He, he's heard my score already, yeah. so he feels really so you're good. you're just trying to ask me. I'm, I'm just trying he, to be he, know, he knows
2: he's not going to finish third <laughs> out of three because he's heard mine already. Uh. So in order to pass your beer server test, you need to score a 75. Yep. yep. And, and it's 60 questions, I, yes.
1: multiple choice, and you have 30 minutes. So to so get 30 seconds a y- question. And you've got to get
2: basically 45 of them to hit your yep. 75%. Yep. yep. And they're hard. I, they're they're And I got... Think. 46 correct for my (laughs) 77. So
1: because like we were saying earlier, I don't know if we said it on mic or not, but you can't be the casual beer drinker will not pass the Cicerone test. No, right. You're it's not just like, hey, I've drank all the beers. I know what I'm talking about. No, this is not that. Yeah. Right. You cannot just drink a lot of beers and then pass the Cicerone test. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of memorization to it and specifics. It
2: is another language.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's
2: it it's is. Well,
0: Especially when you get the questions like, and, and I'm diverting this uh, question as long as I can. <laughs> it's not going to happen, uh, nah. man. <laughs> <laughs> which well, just like, uh, the, which of the following is a dark to amber, uh, dark amber to black colored with caramel, nutty malt flavors, moderate bitterness, and moderate alcohol content, 4.3 to 6.2. Yeah. Like, shh, even though if you give me four, I know it's not an IPA, but the other three could be a best bitter. It could be a, that was, you know. That was yeah. how I
1: took it is that there was usually – one right off the bat you could you could remove, yeah, and then yeah. there was a second one that you were pretty confident you could remove. Yeah. But then there was always two that it could it could really be either one of them, and it could yeah. probably be like the a tenth of a percent on the ABV that's different. Oh, for sure, and that's yeah. the right answer. And you're like, come on, you're yeah. like come on, <laughs> yeah, you're
0: screwing All right, so. with me. I got 51 out of 60. I got an 85%. Nice. Yeah. Not yeah. Bad. So I, was, I was pretty, I, you know what, to be honest with you, I was ner- really nervous because. I was going to say, how me, did it make you feel? I, I felt there was a lot at stake for me. Like, you know right. what I mean? Because you're like, the if, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, is your dream all the years. If I fail this, like, I probably will just quit everything, write my wife a note. <laughs> Jackie, I'm sorry. Um, here's twenty bucks. Uh, I'm, out here. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks. Uh, I'm out of here. That's all I have. That's all, <laughs> all I have. I only have twenty bucks. Yeah, uh, you make all uh, the money, hon. <laughs> so I felt like that there was so, and it's the funniest thing. I'm I'm a procrastinator. You talk about the cram session, right? So last mm-hmm. night uh, we had our, a Christmas party at our house. <laughs> I got that text. We were up till like one o'clock, having a great time. I wake up at like eight thirty. I'm like, ah oh, man. I'm like, I got to take this test this morning. My wife. Was oh, you took so it pissed. this morning. Took it this You're morning. You're killing me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so I told my wife too. She's My wife gets pissed because, you know, she'll have like three glasses of wine. I'll have like eight beers and like three whiskeys and wake up and she's hungover and I'm not. She's like, what the hell? (laughs) So we both woke up this morning. She wasn't feeling great. Um, The kids are at the in-laws, so we got got to sleep in. We're just kind of chilling. And I'm like, I got to go take this test. I go in, take the test, come out. And she's like, so how'd you do? I'm like, I I got 85%. She's like, you son of a bitch. She's like, (laughs) I feel like shit. You drank Three times as much as me last night. Anyone take a test and passed it? I'm like, that you don't realize how much pressure that was on me to, be, to pass this That's test. So um, but it was it was a relief because I was going through some of these ones, especially the beer styles, uh, where it was like you know a best bitter. Like I I've had I know I've that I've like had that before English I've never had like a that. wee
2: heavy. Yeah, yeah and I, mean, I, mean, I had like four questions yeah, on wee heavy know, as well. We <laughs> was in it. Thing, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I what. Is there a slight heavy, a wee heavy? Like, what's the, progr- what's the progression <laughs> right, on the yeah, heavies? He's right. uh, the I, had one, I had a one slightly on the shilling.
1: I was like, I don't, a shilling? I've never seen a shilling Isn't before. Isn't that a like, coin? Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, All right, Brandon, you asked the question. I did ask the question. Um, so I got a 90. You so show <laughs> off. Nice job, I missed man. five. Nice yeah. Well, but no, no. So actually, like,
2: I'm not even a little bit surprised. Because no. be, his paranoia, he was probably like, he probably went through the notes on it a few hundred times. That's pretty close to
1: accurate, yeah. yeah. So we had our first kickoff meeting where we recorded over there at um, the one on Scottsdale Road, the yeah. brewery. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Uh, something Creek. Uh, Mesquite, River. Mes- uh, Mesquite, Mesquite River, Mesquite River, uh, yeah, they shut down unfortunately. Shut your mouth. Yeah, yeah, that they sucks. shut down a few months ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. They make good beer. They did make good beer. Yeah,
1: God. Uh, Imperial. But nobody Amber knew about it. So yeah, yeah. It's a uh, tough.
0: I mean, it's a tough gig. It's a in Scottsdale, right on, Lots of yeah. traffic, dog. Yeah. You just,
1: anyway. Sorry. Yeah. So we were on that podcast, and like I was the schmo on our first episode. Right, <laughs> I totally was. I had no idea. Like everybody's like, "Why is this guy here?" And I felt that. And, you know, Liz had that very teacherly look of like, oh, you're here. Yeah, that's nice. You're the one that in the back of the class that I'm going to have to pay extra special attention to because that's you're upset up front. Brandon. Exactly right. <laughs> what That is. And I was like, that sucks a lot. And so, yeah, I might have told myself that night that I was going to. Oh, I mean, you didn't tell yourself.
2: Yeah. You flat out told me, I, did. I am going to beat <laughs> everyone on this yeah. test.
1: <laughs> I told you, I like to win. I'm not... <laughs> yeah, that's It's full circle now. And so, full circle. Yeah, no, I think I read like three homebrewing books from the... Li- I, I read everything the library would give me. Yeah. I found a website actually of a guy who did the, the same thing and he documented everything. So there's this really good website on every section of his studying. So I was... And then we got a study guide from Crescent mm-hmm. yeah. that yeah. was... Like, I, I might have wrote down everything handwritten and then read it out loud as well so I could, like, hit every <laughs> single one of your memorization. All of these mites are yeah. a lie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I did all of that because, you know, like, I needed to write to memorize and then you got to hear it out loud, so, yep. like... Everybody memorizes differently, and I hit he all three into of them a to a tape recorder. Put
2: his headphones in every night, and <laughs> yeah. was just like
1: subconsciously getting it. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, I took it, and there was like still a couple of them where I was like, "This, just come on!" Like that wasn't on any study guide anywhere. Yeah, and there's no way for me to tell them yeah tell what that is. So, yeah.
2: but no, I mean, like You're again, bass, that so. is as far as this test goes. Like it, that is the wake up call for anyone who's interested in it. I totally recommend it. It will deepen your appreciation yeah. of the craft and even just of what you're drinking. Yeah. Like your knowledge base will help that. Yeah. Uh, but again, like
1: it's, it's a different level.
2: If you're going to do if you're gonna do it, you've got to commit to doing yeah. it. Because yeah. it's not something you're going to like casually do. But yeah. at the
1: same time, it's only sixty bucks. Right. Or is it, it sixty? It was like sixty
2: nine. Sixty nine yeah. and, and then
1: they give you two chances to take it. So it's very accessible because like yeah. I looked at the Sommier for, for wine, and it's like 350 for the first level. Oh, wow. And, well, so and again, it's very, very accessible.
2: It tells you somewhat obnoxiously. It tells you all of the questions you got wrong. Yes. So if you wow. missed it the first time, you know exactly what you need to look up before your second time taking yeah. it. So I I'm going to hold on to that as my, like, uh, slight comfort is that <laughs> yes I passed by the skin of my teeth but I did it on my first try and I yeah. know but like like yep. so you know what I didn't I didn't take it as lightly as I could have apparently yeah I, <laughs> yeah I, I barely took it seriously enough is what happened here.
0: <laughs> you passed and yes yep. Brandon you got the highest score. These <laughs> yeah. are for the
1: You won. Uh, <laughs> you won. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Like yeah. it's taken a year and it was all worth it. <laughs> yeah. It was all <laughs> worth <laughs> it for this one moment oh, <laughs> to yeah. just say that I Congratulations. was small at the, you're the beginning. Now, yeah. You're now our just... coffee and beer
2: guy. I'm just going to sit in the background yeah. and let you yeah. run it you're all. You're taking
0: over. You're taking over the whole thing, <laughs> man, the whole operation.
2: Enjoy your extra work. I'm yeah. going <laughs> to I'll soak that up. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take
0: it. Oh, that's awesome! All right, let's wrap it. this up. Let's yeah. do it. Let's wrap this up, guys. Thanks so much for, for you. coming to this me with this fantastic. idea. And yeah, this is this has been a great experience. Couldn't have done it without you, man. I appreciate yeah. all the uh, help. I appreciate you guys. Um, and what's coming up for Inkle? Do what's what's uh,
2: every Saturday, okay. eight to twelve at Throne Brewing, sixty seventh yep. Avenue in Bell.
1: Come get some coffee, uh, hang out with us.
2: Exactly. Uh, you know, our whole thing is craft beverages and meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. So come out and join us for both of those. Uh, and like I, I think I said, uh, I don't remember whether it was this podcast or the one we recorded immediately before it. But, yeah. you know, we're there until noon. The brewery opens at 11. And so if you come in a little bit later in our time, you got a really easy transition into to lunch and beer after you get your wake-up juice to start nice. off your day.
1: Yeah, nice. and we're looking into... Doing some live podcasts next year, so that's nice. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, depending on when this comes out, we might have already done. It. We're going to do one in January, February, and March. Uh, so if you're not just a beer nerd, but a nerd in general, like you dig into philosophy, things like that, <clears throat> we're going to be wor- we're going to we're working with a, a local philosophy professor. So we're going to do some live podcasts, get some yep. happy hour. Uh, Heroes Pub and Grub they serve local beer there too, and they're going to give us happy hour deals to come sit and nice. and get deep and. Uh, self-exam Chew in there things. right in front of the fireplace and drinking some beers or, or wine or anything like that so uh, that's going to be a lot of fun we're looking forward to doing live events and actually talking to to people in real life not just yeah. over the headphones right yep nice. so. <clears throat> so yeah cool.
0: awesome stuff guys All keep right, up man. the good work will do you do and, the same and uh I'm going to jump into those snacks now. Yep. So, all right, guys. Bye.
1: (laughs) Thank you again, everybody for joining us on this whole journey to uh, becoming certified beer servers. I again, just want to say thank you so much to Eric and the tap that AZ crew uh, for coordinating and making this happen. I hope that you all got as much value out of this as we did. Uh, I would highly recommend going through the Beer Server program. It's an excellent way to encourage learning about beer and the brewing process and, and what it needs to better appreciate the beverage. Uh, Arizona beer will only benefit from having more people know more about beer. So. I highly encourage you to go about this. If you do have questions on it, like I said, reach out to Eric at AZ or either of us over at Inkledu, and we would love to talk to you about it. So, again, don't forget like, share, follow AZ and us over at Inkledu, I N K L E D E U X, and hopefully we'll get to talk to you again sometime. With that, everybody, we'll say for a final time, adieu. <laughs>